Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Yes, that would be me. Hi, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Saturday, April 14th, 2018. Oh, just before tax day. I hope you got all your taxes ready and ready to send that money into the EOIRS because they're they need it probably. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Joe in Germany from the chat room, in the chat room. Hey, Joe, welcome, welcome. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com. Scroll down to Darnell's uh, picture, click on that, and that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number here is 646 646-716-5485. Five four eight five. We welcome your phone calls to um, Darnell. Any questions or comments you have, please give us a call. My guest today is guitarist Darnell Showcase Taylor. He is a producer, songwriter, and um, he has released his first solo debut record called Turning Point, and it features Marcus Anderson, Nicholas Cole, and Anthony Saunders. Darnell, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Oh, thank you, Terry. So glad to be here today. Oh, my pleasure to have you. Now, of course, my first question is, how did you get the name Showcase? <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, back in 98, 99, I'm kind of telling my age here, but uh, around that time, <laughs> I was I was starting to produce and write songs and things of that nature. And back then, you know, it was very popular for producers on the radio to tag their name on the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, like Dark Child with uh, Rodney Jerkins, he would always tag his name as Dark Child or J- Jermaine Dupree or whoever the producer was at that time. You know, they would always tag their name. So I was like, I need to have a name that I can tag on these songs as well as I produce, start to produce songs. And uh, so I just started playing around with names. And then I came up with Showcase. I was like, well, what is it that I want to do? I want to display myself. I want to, you know, show people who I am and what I'm about. So mm-hmm. I said, let me try Showcase. And for a while, I thought it was corny, but then I I released it, and then people just started calling me Showcase and just kind of took off. So I just stuck with it, and here we are years later, and people call me Showcase more than they call me Darnell. Okay. All right. All right, Showcase. Well, that's a good yeah. way to um, get your career started and, um, you know, get recognized. So that's good. All right. So let's talk about this new release, Turning Point. This is your first solo project. It. Why so long? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I've been comfortable over the years playing the support role, uh, mm-hmm. you know, being in a supporting cast. Uh, and I was getting so many requests People after shows where people come up to me like, well, where's your project? And, you know, I'll be honest, Terry, it was a, it was a feeling. Like I had to feel it. I wasn't interested in being an artist um, wow. initially. Mm-hmm. You know, and but it, it was like, well, I think it was my purpose, you know, and it was a calling. So I had to just take time to really do some soul searching and to figure out where is the next uh, level or the next place that I want to go to in life. And okay. uh, it, it just basically kind of just took itself there, you know. So that's why it took me so long. 
Now, Darnell, I've been doing this show almost 10 years, and I have interviewed a lot of artists. You are the second one, only the second artist that has told me that you were comfortable being a sideman and did not want to have your, your, you know, your own music. And um, the first artist that told me that, I'm not going to mention his name, but he also plays, he plays bass. And he told me okay. that as well. And I was, I was really surprised. Um, and so my question to him is going to be my next question to you. Now that you have sort of come from behind the artist and now you're on your own, you got your first debut solo project. How are you feeling about now going on stage and being the front person and playing your own music? Uh, it's still mixed feelings. You know, it's a great feeling to to know that people are receiving me. Um, just a few weeks ago, I did my uh, CD release uh, here in Durham at a restaurant here, a uh, well-known music venue, and uh, sold both shows out. You know, so mm-hmm. it was just to see the response. That was a great feeling, but it was still, it's still that pressure that you mm-hmm. have. It's, it's different when you know that your name is on on the bill. So it's mm-hmm. like if there's a, a fail or a flop show or, you know, whatever the case may be, it's all on you. Yeah. When you're in the support role, it's just very easy to say, well, I just get my check and go on about my business. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when it's you, it's all you, it's just that extra pressure. So that's more so, it's just a, the fear of failure or people not receiving the music. But uh, that's just something I had to get over because, I've, like I said, I've been getting a, a great response. It's been overwhelming, actually. So I'm okay. thankful and I'm appreciative of it. Okay. Now, with Turning Point, um, the songs that are on this CD, are these songs that you've written before and they were just kind of sitting around or did you just, you know, come up with these songs? Um, recently or during the process of writing the CD? Uh, Well, the process was about a four-year process. Okay. And these were songs that I specifically primarily just, like, just started creating. I don't really create and say, I'm just going to do nine songs and that's going to be it. Like, I just write and I go off of a feeling and whatever sticks and whatever uh, just has the strongest out of that list you know, and that's pretty much what happened. Like, I had some more stuff I wanted to do on this um, on this CD, but my team was like, well, you got enough. You've got some good songs. Let's just roll with this and keep the other stuff for later, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you know, so like I said, over four years, it, it was, uh, it was uh, I think, the actually, Turning Point was uh, co-produced by Nicholas Cole as well. Um that one was like, hey, I need your sound in my CD. So that was, I would say, was probably one of the last one that was more recent. Okay. Um, but at least the last three and a half, four years, I've been creating this stuff. Okay. I am a big fan of Nicholas Cole. I discovered him on CD Baby um, when he released his debut CD, The Journey. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was really happy to see his name on this project and the song that he is on is called something about you really nice track. I'm going to play that one next, but I have a phone call. This gentleman called in 15 minutes before the show went live, wanting to talk to you. His name is MC. Welcome MC. Thank you. Thank you for having me and accepting my call. You're welcome. Meet uh, Darnell Taylor. How you doing? MC? I just got one thing to say. Let's see if he knows. 
Get Down Showcase, Get Down. There's <laughs> only one MC in the world, and it's got to be Milton Crow. Hey, you hit the nail on the head, buddy. You hit Man, the nail I on the head. You. Boy, I, I tell I you what, you. I am so proud of you. And uh, I was with Anthony uh, last Wednesday, Anthony and Fantasia and Stephanie Mills at the little forum. And, oh, yeah, the forum, uh, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was telling me about you, and I, I, I thought he lost you. He says, no. He says, still with me. And uh, before I go any further, how's my granddaughter? Oh, she's good. She's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, Thank I you. did not get to make your uh, show at the uh, what is it, the, the Bayou. Uh-huh, Bayou Cafe, but yes, I, sir. Yeah, I caught it on Facebook Live, and, man, I was, I mean, I was, you know, I was just appalled. And so, but I'm going to have to get with you, and, and we got to work something about out for you to come to Charlotte and uh, – and, and do a little something for us, man. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'd be honored, Milton. I really appreciate you taking the time out to call in and wait and, you know, and just uh, congratulate me. And I, I just appreciate the love and support over the years. Yeah, uh, Terry, yeah. Terry, uh, Milton, has been a, he's been supporting me uh, with Anthony Hamilton for, for years. Mm-hmm. And from the first mm-hmm. time we met, you know, this guy, he's always been there. And I appreciate mm-hmm. you for that, and as long well, as I can, I will be there. <laughs> Milton, I love your it, last man. name Thank is you. Crow? Yeah, Crow. I, I wanted to throw him off. You know, I didn't want to give him a he, – he'd have recognized my name from the beginning. That's why I said MC. And he, and uh, <laughs> the reason I said get down, showcase, get down, he was doing a show in Columbia, South Carolina. And he – and I just screamed out, get down, showcase, get down. And, and – and, uh, <laughs> He, he and uh, that's that's been sort of my trademark with him. Mm. And so, yeah, and so, but uh, yeah, man, like I said, I I am very very proud of you and and what you're doing and uh, you know. But of course, you got to be ready when I see you again to play my little little spinners note. You know. <laughs> I got you covered, sir. <laughs> yeah, I know you have. I know you have. Well, listen, man. Many blessings to you and your family. I know you got plenty of the callers. I can, talk to you for an hour at least but uh i know you got plenty of us callers and uh, i'll be on you know I, i've been a little under the weather you know you hadn't seen me much but i'm back i am back and i'll be on the tour with you guys uh, we got you guys for funk fest we yeah, do we do the I'll funk fest there. so yeah we got you for funk fest and so i'll i'll see you there i will definitely yes, see sir, you there. i'm looking forward i'm looking okay. forward to it you take care of yourself man I'll you see give you, my love uh, to the uh, family man I will, yeah, man. My, okay, will. okay. Thank you, young lady, for taking my call, and I appreciate it. I'm continue listening. Thank you, Milton, for the call. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. All right. All right. All right. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Well, Darnell, I can see why he would, why he has that tag for you because I saw a video that Anthony Hamilton posted of your solo playing, mm-hmm. and yeah. Get down, Aww. get down. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Milton Crow, man, that's awesome. I really appreciate yeah. it. That was nice. <laughs> All right, let's listen to some of this music. I want to start with something about you. Tell me about this track. Okay, something about you is a song is uh, it's very smooth, very laid back, uh, and it's just you know traditional R and B with a mixture of some some uh, smooth jazz and just basically just thinking about that special someone 
who, uh, you know, you just can't put your finger on it, but it's like, wow, it's just something about you. You know, whether you know them or whether you don't know them, you want to get to know them. It's one mm-hmm. of those type songs. Okay, and we have Nicholas Cole and Anthony Saunders on this. As I said, I'm a big fan of Nicholas. Um, yes. So you yep. tapped him to, to work this song with you. Yeah, I was looking for a nice piano solo. And uh, Nicholas and I, we go back uh, some years now. I met Nicholas. I was playing a show with Marcus Johnson uh, mm. here in North Carolina and Brian Simpson. And he was a big Brian Simpson fan. So uh, a mutual friend of ours actually brought him to the show. And Marcus Anderson, we were all together and introduced him to myself and Marcus. And he was maybe 17, 18 years old then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm. ever since then, you know, he's been my little brother. You know, we're all from North yeah. Carolina, of course. And he's super talented, you know, when he's on right. Yes, he is. You know, playing the piano or just producing music, which is I'm so proud of him now because he's producing everybody now in mm-hmm. the uh, industry. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, another friend of mine uh, out of Kansas City, he's a great songwriter. Uh, he's done some stuff with Janet Jackson, Boys and Men. Uh, I think he's done some stuff with Tim Braxton, his writing. Uh, his name is Anthony Saunders. He has a very smooth voice almost similar to Babyface's texture, uh, and that's the vibe I was going for, so I just had to put that whole combination together, and that's how we got something about you. All right, here it is, something about you.
what a nice track. That is so nice. Oh, that is something thank about you. you. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, I love that. And it's featuring Nicholas Cole on the piano and Anthony Saunders on vocals. And, of course, Darnell on the guitar. Oh, that is such a nice track. I like that a lot. Yeah. You, now, you, you play you piano, um, I understand. Why did you not want to do your own piano playing? Uh, because I wanted Nicholas, Nicholas's feel. Ah. You know, he had that touch on it. Uh, I I couldn't translate that, you know, and I'm smart enough to know if I can't translate what I'm looking for, then I know how to back up and get somebody that does. Uh, So, you know, and I just, you know how almost like a director knows which actor Mm -hmm. they want to play a part Mm -hmm. in a film. It's pretty much the same, you know, I just had the vision of him uh, on this particular track. That's how we got to that point. Good choice. Yes, good choice. Now, what other instruments do you play? Uh, I play the bass as well. Um, so I primarily stick to guitar, bass, and a uh, little piano. Uh, and I try to sing a little bit. <laughs> I did some singing on the record as well. Okay. Uh, and engineering, those those are my strong points. Okay. I'm not a drummer. It takes too much work. No. Uh, okay. Now, are you self-taught on all of the instruments you play? Yes, pretty much. I'm self-taught. Um, learn by ear. No formal training. I uh, grew up in a church. You know, uh, I used to bug. I had a friend here uh, who's still one of my mentors now as a guitar player. His name is Xavier Martin. And uh, I used to bug him to death, like, just to ask him to show me something every time I would see him. Um, so when I came along, there was no YouTube or anything like that, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, parents couldn't really, you know, afford those videos, instructional videos. They were so expensive, so I had to make do what I could. And uh, after so many years of of training, you know, it's hard to come together. You know? So Joe in this chat room wants to know if you are still a member of Marcus Anderson's band. I am a still I am still a member. Uh it's almost like I'm honorary <laughs> because uh our schedules always collide. Mm. Uh so it's it just for the last year it just seems like since uh he's been doing touring a lot more, my schedule with Anthony has just they've they've had dates to collide. But I'm definitely still a part of the Marcus Anderson experience as well. Um just still, you know, trying to build my brand as well, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Marcus did my uh, debut so uh, my CD release show. He did that with me as well. Okay. Um, yeah, Terry, I had a question for you, real quick, if you don't okay. mind. Um, mm-hmm. The callers, uh, do they call in to uh, with questions for the same with the same number, or is there a different number? Same okay. number six four six seven one six five four eight five. There we go. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now, let's um, since you mentioned we both mentioned Anthony Hamilton, let's talk about him for a minute and how you came to be his guitarist. Man, uh, very simple story actually. Uh, they had a one of my good friends. His name is Kenny Kenny Leonard. Uh, he's a music director and producer as well. And uh, they had a job opening, and he called me and offered me the position. I accepted, um, and when I met Anthony, we were uh, in soundcheck. I never rehearsed with them prior to my first show. Um, and my first show with them was uh, with Chris, at Chris Paul's, the basketball player Chris Paul, 
birthday party. He had a private birthday party in New Orleans. And uh, that was my first show. I showed up at Soundcheck. Anthony was like, how you doing, man? Anthony, nice to meet you. And I was like, nice to meet you. He was like, you ready? I was like, let's go. So started playing the songs. And when we finished Soundcheck, he was like, what you doing? Uh, what you got going on? And I basically told him, I was like, I'm playing with you. And I've been <laughs> hired ever since. <laughs> oh, interesting. So now he took the referral um, at its word to bring you on. So you didn't have to audition or anything. You just played and you got the job. Yeah, no audition. I uh, was pretty much hired to do that particular job on um, that weekend. And I I guess I nailed it. And he liked yeah. what he heard. And, and I've been all, based off a of handshake, I've been his guitarist for the last eight years, almost nine years now. Well, in the uh, video that I saw that he posted, he said, um, this is my guitarist. He is a bad boy. Uh, evidently, yeah. he likes you a lot. And you guys have traveled yeah. all over the country together uh, playing. All over the world. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love I love Anthony. I, and let me give him a shout out right now because he has provided a platform for myself and the rest of us in the Ham fam. Uh, just if people don't know him personally, like he's a genuine person like I just you know I got mad love for him and his crew uh, one of the best acts I've ever worked with you know very down to earth we have a lot in common because obviously we both from North Carolina so very similar as to how we were raised and things that we were used to Um, and he's a mentor you know and even in my CD I gave him a nice shout out and thank you my uh, thank yous so uh, shout out to Anthony for uh, changing my life so to speak Okay. All right. Let's get into another song. Um, This one is Trap Love. Now, tell me about this track and then explain trap music. Okay. Well, trap music is, uh, for the hip-hop people out there, trap music is a uh, a southern style style of music that came out um, primarily based in the south, like Atlanta, out in Memphis and that area. Um, But primarily 808 drums. And uh, in a sub bass, things of that nature, uh, with trick hi hats, um, and you hear it pretty much on every R and B and hip hop song now. Mm-hmm. Um, it took it took off years ago, and it's been around for a long time. You know, a lot of pop music now as well. Uh, so it's primarily just the beat type of um, okay. This is what trap is, and um, I'm a hip hop fan, and I like hip hop but I don't rap. <laughs> okay. I can't rap. <laughs> so but I like the music so I was like, well let me you know let me try this. Like originally when I did the track I I did it and I was like I'm just gonna play guitar on it just to experiment. So it was an experiment. And I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna put it on my C D until uh someone on my team was like, Look, this song is like one of your best songs, you gotta put it on there and I didn't really believe in it until I put it on there, and I started getting a great response from it. So now I'm a believer. So I stand corrected. Okay. All right. I am talking to guitarist Darnell Showcase Taylor. His brand-new solo debut release is called Turning Point. You can find that on his website, imshowcaseent.com. It's also um, on Amazon as well. This This next track is called Trap Love.
Trapped Love, and that is from Darnell Taylor's brand new CD, Turning Point. If you would like to call in with a question or a comment uh, for Darnell, the number is 646-716-5485. I'd like to welcome to the chat room, Forever Fab 5, um, Sandy. She says, Trapped Love sounds like it makes the whole family happy. Mama, grandmamas, and the kids, it combines generations. And then she asks, what was your household like in terms of music you grew up listening to? And for me, it was the Motown sound. But she also has that question for you, Darnell. Okay. Uh, for my, I, I grew up with a ton of soul in my house. Uh, I was split down the middle. And by that, I mean, my mom listened to gospel music. She listened to Southern gospel music, you know, uh, all the popular music of the 80s and uh, 90s. Um, and my father listened to nothing but soul and blues. Like, so mm-hmm. all of, like, the Johnny Taylors and Tyrone Davis mm-hmm. and Milton, uh, Al Green, all that Memphis soul and uh, and some Motown stuff as well. Uh, and then i never forget my dad had Prince record, uh, I Want to Be Your Lover. Uh, I remember the first time I heard the guitar on that, I was just blown away. So I just had that's that's how I grew up, just a ton of soul. Mm. All right, all right. We have another phone call. I do believe this is Miss Wanda. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am well. How are you? Meet Darnell. Oh, I'm Hi, great. Wanda. I've, I, how are you, Darnell? Um, no, this I'm showcase. Great, I've you. seen him perform. <laughs> Uh, a couple ah. of times. Yes, the first time I saw you was 2014 Lake Arbor Festival in Maryland. Oh, okay. Well, we appreciate it for mm-hmm. sure. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Oh, I did as always. And I want to just say congratulations on your debut Thank album. Thank you so much. Thank you so That's much. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. It okay. is. It is. I really appreciate you. And my favorite Look forward track, to coming back. Oh, of course. And you know my favorite track is going to be is Conversation. Oh, Conversation is yours? Yeah, I think that's one of my favorites, too. Yeah, tell me a little bit about it. Conversation, um, it was a vibe I was on one night. I, I, I always record late at night, primarily. Uh, and I just picked my guitar up, and I just kind of started playing and playing these chords. And I was playing around, and then I built the drums. I was like, wow, this song's kind of got a vibe on it. Um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know where it came from, but it just came, came out of nowhere. And uh, as I sat back and I started building the track and I was listening to it, I was like, well, you know what? It doesn't really have a, a melody, 
like a traditional song. Sometimes I've learned over the years that sometimes you don't need to follow the rules with how songs are to be written. And uh, so I took that approach with conversation. And I, for a long time, I was trying to get uh, different people to do a solo on it, and I just could never get the right people to do a solo on it, uh, whether it be mm-hmm. scheduled or just whatever. And uh, so I finally got a brother uh, to play trumpet on it. Uh, his name is Lynn Grissett, and he was Prince's former trumpet player before he passed. And uh, mm-hmm. he's actually a North Carolina native as well. So he played trumpet on it with the solo, the muted trumpet. And as I listened back to it, and I was like, I still didn't have a name for it yet, but once I listened to it and the way that we played off of each other and the way that my guitar, the lead guitar played off of the song itself, I was like, this is a conversation that's going on musically right now, which wow. is why I named it Conversation. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm also a native North Carolina girl. I'm from Greenville. Oh, yeah? You're from yep. Greensboro, okay. Yep. yep. You're from Guilford County. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Now, are you an Aggie? No, I'm actually University of Maryland University College. Okay, I got you. Well, we still will accept you. Still. Relatives that, that, that are Aggies. Yes. Yeah. My my yeah. oldest niece okay. is an Aggie. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. But I just want to. Just wanted to stop through and say hello and let you know you got something very, very great going on here. Thank you very much. That makes me feel good. I really appreciate that. I really do. Just tell somebody about it. Just spread the word. You know, oh, just, I just want to make sure. Me. That's the only gossip I spread. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, also, I, also, I always I have, see, I got this habit. It's actually um, a passion. I'll get music in the mail from different artists, and I get busy with my displays, and I start tagging people. And people just, they just love what I, what I post, and they know I love good music. So they trust your ear, then, in other words. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. they do. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Will you enjoy awesome. the rest of your interview? Thank you very much. I will. And thank and you for I stopping by. I really appreciate your time. Well, you're quite welcome. And I have enjoyed what I've heard today. And I just—I got a little small question, though. Go ahead. Is, okay. is shots fired coming back? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't. I, you know, I don't think so. I, I can't say that it is or that it, that it isn't. But let's let's just hope that it would. Uh, okay. It was a great project. And uh, yeah, I, I just hope that it will. So I don't have an answer, <laughs> but let's just keep praying and be hopeful. I will, I will, because I really enjoyed it. Indeed, me too. Oh yes. Well, you'll have a good day. And Miss Terry's always great to speak with you as well. Ditto, Wanda. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Thank you, Wanda. You too. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, now that she brought up Shots Fired, let's segue into that and your work on the film The Brothers. Tell me about those. Okay. Shots Fired uh, was a a 10-part series that uh, aired on Fox, uh, and it was uh, produced by Gina and Reggie Bythewood, um, who are well-known producers 
uh, in the uh, television and film industry. And uh, it starts Sanaa Lathan, Richard Dreyfus, and Helen Hunt uh, as some of the uh, lead roles. And we, I was had, had the pleasure of being uh, in the band and playing a couple of songs that was on the score to the actual series. So in the first two episodes, um, and through Anthony Hamilton and his management, uh, we were uh, approached because they filmed it in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, in the surrounding areas, and it's a it was a show about um, basically about everything that's been going on uh, with police brutality and things of that nature that we've been facing in this country. Uh, but it went more in depth, and it uh, and I don't want to give it away just in case they give you know they do a uh, Netflix series or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, you know you could definitely go out online and check them out at Shotsfire. I think it's dot com. And uh, shout out to my man Jabari Ali, who was the music supervisor. He's out of California, is actually he's from uh, Compton, and uh, so he's a good brother. He turned me on to a whole lot of uh, business afterwards, and you know, just just really just uh, kind of took me under his wing and just showed me that whole world because I've always been fascinated by film and television and wanting to get involved. Um, and also it featured uh, Sunshine Anderson, too, from North Carolina, and the Hamiltons, which is uh, Anthony Hamilton's background singers, who they're starting their own career now. Uh, and we were all on the episode. So mm. it was pretty awesome. Okay. And the brothers? And the brothers, wow. <laughs> Back in 1999, I had gotten a phone call from a friend of mine who was working on, with an artist. He was working with an artist uh, named Mark Middleton, who was a singer in Teddy Riley's band Blackstreet. So you've heard him on No Diggity and all those big records that they had, Don't Leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was working on a solo project. So they called me in to do some work with them on a song in particular, and it was a song called I Do. Well, I get to the studio. They uh, had the song up. I started playing. They loved what they heard. And I started implementing some of my ideas to it. And before you know it, we had like this magical wedding song. And a couple of months went by. The brothers was filming. Uh, and I think the the director's name was Gary Hardwick on that particular film. He heard the song and insisted that the song be in the film. And mm. it actually ended up being in the scene I don't know if you ever saw the movie, but it's a, there's a scene where, well, you know the scene where Morris Chestnut's mother and father remarry mm-hmm. at the very at the end. That song, as they are uh, standing there renewing their vows, that song that's playing was the song that we we uh, wrote and produced. Just entitled. Oh, nice, nice. That yeah. was a good movie too. Yeah, nice. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. I was honored wow, to be a it was part in '99. Yeah, I think it came out in like 2000 or 2001, like that. But we worked on it in So man, how does time go by so fast? Wow, it does, right? It don't even seem like it, but you know, mm. man, it made me look back on it when it popped up in my uh, little timeline. I was like, wow, I can't believe I've been grinding this long, and I'm just now getting to where I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, Darnell, I read a an interview that you did where you mentioned that you were creating a cartoon. Have you done that? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. I'm 
in the process still. Uh, we created a, a cartoon, myself, uh, Anthony Hamilton, and uh, a partner of ours named Kimry uh, Lewis. And I came up with a concept of Anthony's background singers. Uh, if you, I don't know if you've ever followed them or anybody that's listening listening has ever followed them, but these guys are actual fools. They're just funny uh, on and off stage. You know, first of all, they're talented. They're super inc- incredibly talented. Um, but outside of that, they're just hilarious. They fight and argue as if they were real blood brothers, but they love each other. It's just a way of them communicating. And I, I sat back and I was like, wow, I, I, um, I just got to the point to where it's like, man, it just inspired me. I was like, I want to tell these stories, but I can't really tell these stories, uh, you know, like I want. And uh, so it was just, you know, I just wanted to play around with an idea. Like what if I wrote a, a cartoon about um, some characters who were just like three misfits, so to speak, that always get in trouble, you know? Uh, so that's pretty much what it is. Uh, we're in, We're still trying to develop it right now, but nothing's, X in stone at the moment, but yeah, that's another creative side that I have. I know I'm kind of okay. rambling, whatever. Apologize. No. no problem, not at all. All right, I want to play another track before I let you go. This one is "Summer Nights." Tell me about this one. "Summer Nights" is a song uh, that was created. Uh, I had just gotten a nylon guitar in the mail, and uh, I picked it up. And it's, a nylon guitar obviously has a Spanish, you know, Latin sound to it. And I started playing it, and I literally took it out of the box 10 minutes, plugged it in, and uh, started playing. And I just started playing these chords, and then this song appeared. just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and then I started building upon it, and I called on some, some people to play with me. I, I have Calvin Napper from uh, Frankie Beverly and Maze's band. He's a drummer of uh, Maze. Uh, he's a North Carolina native as well. Um, another good brother, uh, Cedar Jones, who is a incredible percussionist and I have my friend Lamont McCain who's a bass player with Anthony on it and it also has it features Kenny Leonard who is my friend and a music director and producer I told you with Anthony Hamilton as well and uh, so it's all live instrumentation and uh, Marcus Anderson actually played flute on it as well oh nice Uh, okay yeah so it's all live instrumentation but it has a you know it has a Latin feel to it uh kind of gives you that vibe of being on vacation, which is why I call it Summer Nights. So hope you're right here.
of the nice track off of Darnell Taylor's brand new CD, Turning Point. That is Summer Nights. All right, Darnell, Sandy in the chat room has another question. She says, I see Anthony is playing at the Trinidad and Tobago Festival. What's the energy like in a foreign country playing soul music? And what's the most memorable place you've played? The energy is always just on another level. Uh, and primarily because the appreciation for the music is just higher than what you get here in the state. The states, I always say, is spoiled. We're spoiled here because we have, you know, we're flooded with such great talent all the time. And a lot of times, these um, foreign countries or, or islands, a lot of times, they don't necessarily get a lot of acts to come in uh, as much. So they always tend to appreciate you even more, and it just makes you kind of look outside of, you know, and look at things in another perspective. Um, So that's always a great feeling. Um, And I probably should say the most memorable experience I've had was uh, South Africa and Kenya tour that we Mm -hmm. did uh, a few years back. It's just the level of love that they have for Anthony and his band. It's, It's on another level especially when they meet you at the airport, you know, and they have signs and people know your name personally, you know, and it's, again, I'm, I'm a background person. I'm comfortable in that position, mm-hmm. but to be able to, see, you know, see a sign with your name up on it too, or somebody calls your name out because they, they follow you as well. Uh, it's just, uh, it's a great feeling, you know, I, and I really appreciate it. And, Could uh, you Kenya, ever have imagined that your musical career would be where it is today, traveling all over the world with a renowned artist and playing with, you know, well-known artists. Could you just have ever imagined at 14 years old when you were on the stage? Not at all. You know, back then my expectations were so low. Like I just wanted mm-hmm. to play. If I could play on the weekends and work a little part-time job during the week, I would have been happy. And, uh, you know, I had, I wanted necessarily, uh, I've dreamed about the big stage, but I was content with it not coming at the same time. But then, you know, mm-hmm. just like God had a different plan for me in my life. And uh, mm-hmm. and the things that I've thought about and dreamed about, I've, I'm able to say that a lot of it I have lived, you know, continue to, you know, explore new things. And now embarking on this journey with my solo career is just mind-blowing, you know, to sit yeah. back and I still stare at the CD right now, Terry, like in disbelief. Yeah, and it's a nice cover too, by the way. Where was that picture taken? Thank you. Um, these pictures were taken at the Orpheum in in Memphis, I think. The Orpheum Theater. Very nice. Beautiful. So, yeah, thank you. Beautiful shot. Thank you. So you were well, able to take you. advantage of that architecture there. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you, Sandy, for that question. I'm Darnell. I'm going to close the show with the title track, Turning Point. Tell me about this one. Okay, Turning Point is basically uh, my life taking a uh, turn, you know, my career taking a turn. It's just, you know, I've matured, I've grown, um, and I wanted a song that was upbeat, has some good energy, and it's produced by Nicholas Cole and myself, and uh, it features Marcus Anderson on it, and just a great, you know, smooth jazz uh, vibe, And uh, but primarily, like I said, it was just a uh, a symbol for where I am in my life right now. 
Um, okay. And also, before we go, I just wanted to plug, mm-hmm. if you don't mind, I have, I'm doing a part two of my CD release at BU Cafe on May 19th. That's uh, BU Cafe. You can uh, go to their website at BUCafe.com or follow me on all my social media handles at I Am Showcase or on Facebook at Darnell Showcase Taylor. Uh, BU Cafe, May 19th. I'm doing a part two of my CD release. So everything that if you missed the first show, you can come back on May 19th. We're going to do everything all over again. It's going to be a party. We're going to have a great time. So, Terry, you invited as well if you'd like to show up. I wish. <laughs> if it was here in Vegas, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> well, look, you can still come because we're going to stream live. So, oh, on cool. Facebook. Okay. All right. Then that, that I can do. Yes, that I can do. All right. So, MC is still holding. Let me check and see if he has a one last question or a comment. MC? <laughs> You have a one last question or a comment? No? Okay. I guess not. All right. Well, <laughs> guess not. All right. Darnell, thank you so much for the interview. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Oh, thank you, Terry. I really appreciate the opportunity you talking to me. And um, let, uh, I know you just mentioned it, but again, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. On social media, you can find me on uh all handles at I am showcased. That's I am S H O W C A S E D. Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. I am showcased. Uh, you right. can also reach me at showcase S H O W C A S E D E N T dot com. That's my website. All right then, and I want to also send a shout out and a thank you to Sarah Parker for contacting me and requesting the interview. Thank you, Farah. I appreciate it. All right. I'm going to close the show with Turning Point. That is from Darnell's new release, um, the title track from his new release, Turning Point. You can find that on iTunes, and I saw it on Amazon as well, and you can also find it on his website. Thank you again, Darnell. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. My name is Terry, a.k.a. The Jazz Queen. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz, and I look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz. And visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com.